Hi, this is Mark. You're about to listen to my show. For the first time, maybe the second, either way, it's a pre-record, so you can't call in. Don't get tempted. I know it's exciting, but you can call in live every Tuesday, 9 a.m. Pacific, right here at 12radio.com. Enjoy the show. You're listening to The Mark Husson Show. Expect something wonderful. Well, hello, everybody, and happy Tuesday. <laughs> this is Mark. This is the Mark's Power Peak Hour. And no, you know it isn't. It's the Mark Husson Show. That's how many years I was doing that thing at Hay House. I'm so glad to be here with you for the Mark Husson Show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you're new or if you're kind of like foggy like me and just getting rolling, get your... um Get your bottom over to 12radio.com or use one of our apps. I've now posted the apps on 12radio. I'm so excited about those because you can listen to us when you're traveling. I even heard us in my car. It was really pretty exciting. So go to 12radio.com. You can listen to us there. You can also get to the chat room if you'd like to join us in the chat room by clicking the chat button on that left-hand side and then You'll come in and you'll see our beautiful um, banner and, and Christy's brought the chart over and you can talk to us. Now, this is a private chat room, so you have to be invited in. You have to ask to be invited in and we let you, but that doesn't necessarily make sure make it 100% safe. We want you to be comfortable posting things here. There could be people that are part of this group. There's probably over 1,400 now that might you know may not have the best of intentions. I can't control that. But you can by being comfortable, being safe, and be smart. And we'll be as protective as we can with what you're, with the information you put in the room. Now, the stuff you post will not show up on your personal timeline page. It's just that if there's somebody in here that you don't know or whatever, you just want to be smart, conference right? Conference locked. Yes, and the conference is locked means you've been calling in. Lordy, lordy, I'm so glad. It's a cancer moon today. There is a lot going on. I know you guys know it. Uh Lovely Christy Brower brought over the uh, chart. If you are in the chat room, if you're not, you can get that off my Facebook page. Um, I don't even think I posted it on the public Facebook page. Technology's rolling really fast, and we're just catching up with it. And for me in my head, like the things I could do, but it's just today's chart. If you can see that on Facebook, if not, you, if you friended me, you can see it there. And maybe uh, while we're talking, I can be able to go sneak over and share it to my fan page so you can see it there too, which is facebook.com slash my name, Mark Husson. I gotta take a breath. Oh my goodness. Good to be here with you guys. I have gotten some lovely correspondence from you all and i do appreciate it so much there's your hearts are so solidly in place i was listening to ad a life coach ad a show um soul food for your consciousness and nancy johansson's show spirit 911 and i'm just touched by the love and the support not only they give me which is so so sweet but i hear it in them for you you know these are people that are dedicating what they do to make the communication possible and 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 beautiful at One Two Radio. I I want things changing at One Two Radio. I'm shaking it up a little bit over here. My staff, I split down the middle whether they even like me or not. I'm just deciding. <laughs> but <laughs> I want things. I want to. I want it to be more fluid for you and more fun and more um of our information and talk available to you a lot more. And so. We're working on some things on the back. You'll see the changes coming as they roll out. But I promise you, for you, you'll get more of us, not less of us. And I think that's what matters because there's a lot of wisdom in the one, two family. So it's a cancer moon and I'm talking family and I'm talking securities and I'm feeling the love from you guys. Cancer moons are, are, are interesting moons because especially these days, because they bring up in us that emotional factor. The moon is ruled by cancer. So those of you that are feeling sensitive today, if you've already gotten your feelings hurt a couple of times today, you're in the throes of a cancer moon. Now, 
If you are not on my mailing list, I am beefing up my blog site. I call it my blog site, but it's really just the markhusson.com site. And I put a section over there. I love playing with that. I just wish I'm one of those people that wish there were more hours in the day because I can drift into whatever I'm doing and kind of get lost there for a little too long. And um, the blog site, the markhusson.com site, I put a list of all the mailings that you can get on with us. Because sometimes I don't know exactly how you want us to communicate with you. So I'd like to divide it up. Like those of you that love one to listen where the psychics are and you want to know the sales, you go, you'll be on that mailing list. And those of you that just want the power peak where CA and Mo and Christy and Carolyn Ferris and Oliver all leave articles and write, that is another mailing list that can be sent to you. Um, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to coordinate and bring all that together. That's what happens when you piecemeal, when you start out small and you start doing things like, oh, it's all going to be located here. And then you grow a little bit and you're like, we need a new site. And so we've kind of branched out and spread out. We have one2house.com where everything is, it was going to be once the portal for everything. And it still kind of is. You can get the power peak over there and you can certainly join that mailing list. But I'm going to turn markhusson.com into more the portal eventually. We'll see how that goes. You know, you know, that's the goal. So thank you for being a part of the one Two fam. Thanks for being a part of my life today. This week we had the eclipse last week. Many of you got to see it. It was exciting. It was really red. It was definitely like the bloody moon, <laughs> the blood moon that they call it. And that's the dirt, the earth's dirt, the dust particles from the earth that we're looking at the moon through. As our shadow sort of covers the moon, which is, wasn't too complete, but it, I think it was pretty complete in some areas of the world. Now, um, I sent on my mailing list to you guys uh, some forms uh, that I thought we could talk about today just a little bit because I wanted to be able to help you further your understanding of astrology so you'll know a little more what I'm talking about and then I can, you know, take us further and we can go further in our conversation so we don't have to stop and go now what does that mean what's Libra mean so the chart that Christy posted up I th th which is in the chat room under the comment section you you'll figure all this out but and that's also on my Facebook page which I <laughs> which I posted and then I'm sharing it right now I, forget this I am going over there right now and I'm going to put it on my fan page because in case you haven't friended me yet uh, you need to see this, or at least you might want today's chart and not have to worry about it if you can't get in the room. So I'm going over there in front and, and sending it over to my page, facebook.com slash Mark Husson. And here it comes, here it comes. Oh, come on. One more. Oh, there we are. All right. And then share. Okay. So it's over at the Facebook page now. But that chart is showing us that there are one, two, three, four objects in Libra. There's, if you look at the top, that would be uh, the 11, the 10 o'clock position, uh, the 10 o'clock position. Yeah. There's Mercury, the little uh, circle with the cross under it, but it has horns. One horn, it's kind of hard to see in green, 26 Libra. That's Mercury going backwards in Libra. The sun's in Libra. Mercury's heading toward the sun. Um, the North Node, that's that horseshoe, and Venus. See, Venus is like Mercury without the horns. That's just one way to remember Venus. They're all in the sign of Libra. That little horizontal line with the, with the arch over it is Libra. That means that we have a lot of energies today working for us in the area of relationship and love and I think um, fairness and justice. So a lot of you are going to be talking about the court systems. A lot of you are thinking about fairness and justice. A lot of you are thinking about relationships, which is typical, I know. But it's in the air. And it's not just your typical, it comes to mind. It, it actually is sort of lingering there. Uh, and that is what makes this having so many planets. And one of them going retrograde, that's what makes it so important. And so if you... And you look right across that dual line, it's saying that Uranus is exactly opposite that place, which means that there's – it's a tension, but it's not like – it doesn't have to be nervous tension, but Uranus is kind of nervous. You know, it's like a mind that doesn't stop. It's sort of like – 
you're, we're, we're sadder in the planet before Uranus gives us structure and form. Uranus is like the lightning bolt that destroys structure, doesn't like structure. And it likes things alternative and, and, and like an Aquarian, it likes things alternative and idealistic and, and humanitarian like, but different, like thinking outside the box. So you have thinking outside the box meeting the Sun, Mercury, and Venus, which are more personal, more about relationships, more about thinking. And now thinking outside the box and thoughts, your thoughts might be going crazy, right? And what are you thinking about? Well, there's Venus there. And it's in Libra. Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe you're thinking about remodeling. Maybe you're thinking about your girlfriend or your boyfriend. Or maybe you're thinking about, um, you know, just like how somebody treated you. So there's a lot going on that you have to, I think, embrace. And the chart helps to do that. Now, that's just a visual of the natal chart. On the charts I sent you in the email at the Mark Husson Show email, there's a whole different kind of chart there. And I want you to take a look at it if you can, because I've always told you this was so helpful to me. If you take a look at the blue, not the one that says planet meaning inside, but if you take a look at the circle, the blue circle, and you can do this on archives. We replay my show at four and then Christy's been great. She gives me the, the finished product and then I post it in the archives as quickly as I can to let you guys hear them when you, when you can't listen during the day. So, um, if you didn't get this, uh, you can let me know, <laughs> but I'm not going to be like the teacher that like, I'm sorry you missed it. Maybe you have to talk to a friend about it. But the point is there is a circle, a ball in there, and it shows the earth in the center and it shows this sort of track going around it. And each of those tracks has a constellation. That's exactly when I used to teach astrology and like when I was explaining it to you a couple of weeks ago, I would say picture a railroad track, like tracks. I don't know why, but that's sort of, and then I found this and it's like, oh my God, that's beautiful. So those are the constellations seemingly rotating around the earth and they rotate at a pace. Now see, in astrology, now remember, Everything is what it appears to be, not what it really is. That's where uh, that's where astronomers don't like us. Like, well, Mercury's not moving backwards. Well, it does appear to be, and it's a retrograde motion, it, which means it, it's going backwards in terms of where it is in space. And they acknowledge that. But the, or the sun isn't a planet. It doesn't rotate around the Earth. But in astrology, it does. The sun rotates around the Earth. So we're doing things as they appear. The constellations appear... A, the, and the same 12 and, and Mo Abdelbaki, who, uh, you know, we, we, Mo's our scholar, our, our in-house scholar and his show is tomorrow and he's teaching Tarot, which you've got to jump on that bandwagon. And you guys, whatever your opinions are about teaching on the phone, I, I, you can throw them away and come play. The, the prices are fair that you can record it if you want, um, it's just it's kind of amazing, and these are gifted people that that you you kind of don't get to find all the time. But anyway, here's this constellation going around the Earth. It takes two hours for one constellation to rotate on our horizon. So I want you to try to understand this. This thing's rotating. That big ball is rotating around us, and each of the constellations is rising, appearing on the horizon. At a pace of one whole constellation, it just ticks, 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 gets bigger, 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 starts going around us up in the sky. It takes two hours. So when you're born in that little two-hour period, you have a chance of having that as your rising sign. And that's why time is so important in the chart. That thing's ticking. It's rising up. Okay? So when you're when you take your first breath, we take a snapshot of that thing ticking. And where all the other constellations fell, that is how we get your birth chart. So if you're looking at this image with me, you see the earth in the center there, and you pinpoint where you were born with a little pin. And from that little pinpoint, we're drawing lines out to the constellations. And that's why some, some, some of these um, constellations, you'll see two of them in a row on your charter. It's, it's because the lines get really big. And it's based on where you were born. So where and the time makes this magical little wheel for you. Okay. And 
the rising sign is basically based on time of birth. Now, the rising sign, you know, I was going to do a book on the rising sign, and now I'm waffling a little bit about it because I kind of don't want to do that. I don't want to put my time yet in that kind of concentrated effort. I love writing and I love talking about this stuff. But there's a part of me that's like, I have to do it when I'm ready, not because somebody says we need it ready by this time. And so just bear with me on that. And, who, you know, there's there's a lot of wisdom out there that I'll just be talking about until I can put it into words. But the rising sign is how you want to present yourself to the world. And you'll get people that will have you a million different ways to talk about that to you. Like, well, it's what you aspire to be. It's what you really want to be. It's what the world sees you as. It's what, you know, your secret spiritual ascension is. Whatever. I, I'm like, it is the makeup you wear. When you're home alone, you are different than when somebody rings the doorbell. 99.9% of the time because there's a group of you out there whose rising sign is the same as your sun sign. Okay, so – the this thing's ticking around. I want to just have a visual of how the constellations roll around us. That's all. That's all what it was. Now, the planets are rolling through that constellation grid. So the sun, based on our eyes, is in front of one of those constellations for 30 days. It takes 30 days for the sun to go through one of those. And the sun right now is in the constellation of Libra. That's why all the Libras are having their birthdays and, you know, that's all going to be over on the 23rd because not only do we change signs and the sun goes into another constellation, we also have an eclipse. <laughs> I know. I know you all get like, I mean, I know you're reading like, look what happened on the full moon eclipse. What? Now, in four months, something will happen. There'll probably be some crazy news. Like, there's always crazy news, right? And someone's going to go, where's that blood eclipse? <laughs> and they'll probably say it in that voice. And you have to be willing and able to understand and have a really strong, have a strong, not only intellectual constitution, have a strong spiritual constitution and back up what you believe, Okay. You're not here to be tortured. You're not here to get bad news and live in fear. You're not here to let other people scare you. You're not here to scare other people, even though you think you might be. So we're going to have these eclipses coming, and we are changing our lives, and you can feel it. Okay, the eclipses are activating things in your life. They are. They really they, – you can feel that. And you saw how all that, that – Concentration of Aries and Libra. That's a lot of the constellations. So now the second chart that I gave you shows the planets. And I just want you to understand this. The order of the planets is based on this chart is the order of the, the depth of which we feel them or that we control them. So we really feel the sun. We are our sun sign, whatever your birthday is. You know, the sun sort of like the projector, the bulb in the projector that projects out. So the sun is like when all – and the sun is the circle with the dot in it. And I used to think of it as like a drain. Like no, no matter what your socialization is, no matter what you want to pretend you're going to be, okay, everything filters down to the sun. It all comes through the drain at the end of the day. Okay, so you might act like – okay, so let's say you meet a rising sign, son of a Scorpio rising, and the sun signs a Libra. Okay, so you're seeing like deep and dark. And intense. Okay. Now, you know, oh, who I'm talking about now is Alita McClellan. <laughs> this is good. Alita is one of our team at One Two Listen, and she's teaching a love class on astrology. Dear God, please get that class at One Two Academy. You have to go to onetwoacademy.com and sign up for that class because that's going to be one rocking relationship class. Because that woman is, she channels Libra through Scorpio because she's a Libra moon and a Libra rising. And she, no. Yeah, it might be. I think I'm right. If I'm not, she'll beat me up. But she's a Scorpio sun. So she has the sun in Scorpio. Everything filters through that intensity. Okay. And then you have this Libra moon for her. But I was thinking like Libra, and I think it is Libra rising. I know it is. So wait a minute. I'm pretty sure. If it's not Alita, sorry. Um, but I'll, And I have another example too. But everything is filtering through the rising sign of a Libra rising. It's going to that sun sign. So you meet this person. Let's do it this way. You meet a person who's a Libra rising. They're nice and charming and they're sweet because that's what they're presenting, Libra rising. 
And then, see, I'm, I, I, I want to stay on my course with you on this. And then you get to know them. The rising starts getting harder for them to pull up because you don't want your rising sign when you get to know somebody. You don't need it. Somebody who you really know. And all of a sudden you go one day because you've been together for so long and they're in this grumpy, dark, morbid mood and they're cursing. They're actually saying curse words. <gasps> you've never heard that before because they're Libra rising. They don't like to curse. They like, they don't like when it gets too conflicted, right? Libra risings, Libra moons, they like, they don't like conflict very much. They're not into that. But all of a sudden you're hearing them. Now Scorpios, on the other hand, cursing, not a problem. Okay. <laughs> Most of them. Now you, you'll meet some Scorpios that go, I'm a Scorpio and I just don't do that. But they do it with the same conviction that ones who, who do curse do. But anyway, that's the rising sign example. That's, I'm going to stop blabbling about it. Um, that's the sun. So whenever you get past the rising sign, whenever, whatever socialization the person has been through, they are going to be, no matter what, a cancer is going to care, be a caregiver. A Leo is going to be, um, a, a voice for themselves looking for the reflection of who they are in the outer world. You get that? Cause that's what Leo's and cancers, they're, they're exact mother and father principle. Cancers have the attachment to get over with their mother and to heal, and Leos have it to get over with their father. And then it just goes through. Like if you're a Virgo, you look at the Virgo issues, blah, blah, blah. But every sign has a ruler. Okay? Uh, meaning every sign, every planet has a sign associated with it. Okay? And so the sun is associated with Leo, the moon with Cancer. Now all I'm going to do is I'm going to bring the moon in here so we can have those two discussed and we'll finish. We'll keep going. Now, C.A. Brooks is teaching astrology from the very beginning. She hasn't even touched on planets yet. So I'm not going to go too in detail with it. But it's every Thursday. You've got to be in that class. You start, it starts sinking in. It starts, you start getting it. And no one is more dedicated to making sure you get it than her. And her passion for astrology is, yes, this is a big yes commercial for her because She's a gifted teacher and she loves, you know her, you know CA. She did 365 lessons of the Course in Miracles and didn't miss a day last year for the radio. That's the commitment. For her with astrology, same commitment. Thursdays, 1-2 Academy, get over there. She'll catch you up. She'll do whatever it needs to do, but she hasn't even touched on planets yet. It's only had two classes. Okay. Last one I want to do is the moon. The moon is the emotional nature. It's what you need. It's If you don't get the needs of the moon met, you become lunar, luna, lunatic. You become a lunatic. If the needs of the moon, that's why the moon in people is so powerful. Like the moon is almost more aggressive than any other and it's the one that's the softest. It's like supposedly the feminine aspect. But, you know, we all know feminine aspect does not necessarily mean wimp. <laughs> On the contrary, right? Feminine aspect is strength. Mess with the feminine aspect in anybody and see if your butt doesn't get kicked. That's what happens with the moon. If the moon's needs aren't met, so whatever sign the moon is in is what you want. I'm going to cut us off and take a call because I know they've been waiting patiently. Christy, can you see if you see Jill on the line? Hello. Hi, Jill. Hi, Mark. Oh, this has been a fascinating lesson. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're so sweet. Thank you. You're, and isn't it funny? I just talked about the rulers of the sun and the moon, and your sun and moon are in the rulers. You knew that? There you go. And my I rising know. is in Scorpio. Oh, I was talking about, I was channeling you, Jill. Leo sun, moon and cancer, Scorpio rising. What brings you to call in today? And you don't have to have a reason. Yeah, I don't really have a reason. Good, okay. <laughs> I do have a little bit of a reason, though. Okay. I, I've been in a lot of transition the last few years, and I just wondered, um, you know, I follow astrology, and I, I know what's going on, but I just wondered um, what my chart says is ahead for me. Okay. Or now for me. All right. Let's take a look. Or now, whatever now. you want to say. 
Thank you. You just had Saturn in Scorpio crossing your ascendant. That's usually a really somber time. It's a great time. It's when we decide we want to bring a new form to who we are and what we do. And that's usually when people do something different. I, I had the same thing. I'm having the same thing happen this very moment. And I can tell you if my staff knew astrology of all of them or knew my chart, like they would say, this is why these changes are going on. You just had it cross your ascendant a year ago. And now what it's doing is it's, it. well, I think it's square. Mars, so it's putting this energy on a decision. Like you're f starting to feel compelled to make a decision, and it and we just had Jupiter crossing your ascendant. So what I'm thinking here is that there has been a change in the way you see your work. If you haven't actually walked away already, there's a big change. There's also a true desire for something that moves you spiritually, moves you emotionally. Like looking for that religious, I call it a religious aha. Not religion, but looking for that thing that, that gives you a sense of purpose, a sense of like, what am I here for? And, and wanting to get on your life back on track to that. And I can't imagine how you've been sitting still for this long if you have been sitting still because you're doing something very different now. Uranus is trining all that Leo in your chart. Um, Jupiter's in the 10th house now of career. You're a teacher. You're brilliant. You have all of this expertise. And I see you as finally getting a chance to bring it to a voice. How do you see it? Well, that's exactly what I'm working on right now. Um, it's exciting. I, do you I, have a focus? I do. I'm starting a coaching practice. Ah, yes. I love it. And okay, I'm what do you go to? I haven't started yet, but I'm starting. I want to start teaching. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's been um, it's been a tumultuous couple of years because I did make some huge decisions in my life. Yes. And followed through on them. You did. And um, I'm just kind of getting back on my feet and getting traction again. So I'm really just starting. It's exciting. To work towards the the career part. Well, of get it. this. Saturn's going to have, you're going to have your Saturn return probably next year. I know. I know. <laughs> but let me tell you something. I just have mine too. Listen, here's the deal. You, yeah. Saturn return. And I am telling you, when your Saturn trines, like yours is just like mine in a lot of ways. It trines everything in your chart, all that Leo. It, and, and you have Uranus there to be a part of the trine and you have Jupiter there right now. It won't be there when this happens. But all that Leo, Saturn's going to trine all that Leo. You know what it's going to say? Two Saturns in your life are going to say, let's bring it to form. Let's go. Let's, we're ready. And you're going to be serious and it's going to be in, in, invigorating and it's going to have to do with teaching and it might have something to do with travel. You might get to travel on this one. I'm excited for your future, Jill. I think what you've got ahead, it, this is 12 years ago, Jupiter did this very same thing. So if you go back to 2002, 2003, you get to see the change. But you get to see it at an octave lower because right now, and Mercury's retrograde in your hitting that uh, Neptune in your twelfth. So all that psychic wisdom comes in when you're resting, when you're alone, when you wake up in that first morning light, when you're when you let your thoughts come in on their own. That's what you're opening the door for, and I really strongly suggest you keep doing it because you are going to get blown away here more and more and more by the way you're guided. If you aren't already blown away by the way you're guided. This cycle for you is kind of like, ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm yeah, excited I'm, for I'm you. Pretty, yeah, thank you. Thank so, are you. Are you worried about it. anything? Can I ask one more quick question? Yes, ask. Uh, um, d is there anything about relationship in there? Why did I know you was going to ask that? Yeah, well. Let me yeah. look. Let me look. No, it's so cute. I'm teasing. I let me That's see. Okay. You can tease away. Uh, let's see. Okay. Venus is in Libra at 18. It's going to be about, oh, you know what? You are kind of in your little relational cycle. Um, you, we've got all these planets coming, descending upon your Neptune, which is kind of like the romance planet, right? This is a time when I think you're, you know, and I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a relationship brought to you by way of your, the work you're doing. Um, it's not a huge focus because once you hook up, you hook up forever, um, like it's a lot you stay let me just say you stay in relationships way longer than a lot of people would does that kind of make sense well, I just left <laughs> a 31 year marriage so yes it makes Bless a lot of sense your heart. okay okay so here's the thing please 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 let it evolve organically because your fixed signs these things don't happen very fast we want them to happen 
naturally for you. And I know you want a relationship, but I'm also really thinking here that um, your mission is to find this passion before you find the relationship in yourself. Oh, it's yeah, north. Yeah. Yeah, I'm North not really Node. looking for one. I'm good, just good, curious. good. Yeah. Well, not that it's good. I, I don't want it to be your focus because you have North <laughs> Node and Scorpio in the first. And it's like I want that – I want you to just obsess about what turns you on. And then as a result of that extending into the world, what turns you on, what mm-hmm. – in every aspect of your life, let the person show up that way. But I don't yeah. I don't see – I see things coming. I don't see a big, big focus right now on it. But I think during your Saturn return is where we're going to see some solidification of relationships. So let's let's hold off for just about six more months. But if it happens before that, please let me know because I'd be happy for you either way. Cool. And anything around health? Uranus in the sixth means it's sudden and surprising, but your health is directly related to how free you feel. Directly related to how uninhibited and free and on your own you feel. Uranus is big turnaround for you. So no, I don't see any bad health things at all. I see scares that might surprise you, but nothing sticks. It's it's. Well, I'm it's, looking for my health to turn around. That's one reason why I left the relationship and perfect. started this career. Your health is going to turn around as you grow toward this independence that you've been looking for. That would have been so helpful, Mark. You're such an angel, sweetheart. Thank you, Jill, for calling in. That's what I live to hear those words and I'm rooting for you completely, sweetheart. Thank you. Take care of yourself. Bye now, honey. Thank you. Hey, Christy, I think we have Lori Winter on the line. Hi there. Hey, girl, where are you? I'm still in Colorado. <laughs> Are you in Colorado? Okay, so for a minute I thought, you didn't you go to Germany? Yes, I did. I went for my trip to Germany this year. Got to see my grandbaby. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're too young to have a grandchild. It's so cute. I love it. Now, you have a chart similar to, uh-huh. not not necessarily sim- similar in style, but you have a lot of the same aspects. You have a lot of that, all that Libra's in your 12th house because you're a Libra rising. But you're a Virgo sun in the 12th. You have a lot of Libra yourself in the 12th. And this is for the listening audience. And you have that Taurus moon. And so what can we look at with you, sweet child? I just want you to tell me something. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care what <laughs> you You just want a message. Today. Okay. Here we go. I yes. think. Yes. Okay. So right now is an internal time for you. It's just, it's temporary, but it's internal. It's where a lot of things, you might even feel a little lonely or you might feel a little alone. It's normal. And Virgos don't mind that, I know. But this is a time when you certainly don't want to go against the flow of that. Mercury just went into your 12th house again. So it's time for some peace and quiet, but mostly time to get that message that they that waits for you in those quiet times. That's number one. Number two, Jupiter just hit your Uranus in the 10th it hits again uh, exactly uh, in october on the 21st and it hits three times after that all the way to june what that's telling me is there's huge huge changes not only as a mother and a grandmother for you which is i think very real um but in this desire for this creativity to explode from you, and, and if anything I say doesn't make sense, you can clarify it. But there's a there's an incredible creativity in you, Lori, that wants to burst out. And Neptune's in the fifth trying to help you. And you're going to feel it, and it could look restless, but it could mostly be this inspirational yeah. place. You understand that? You know what I'm talking about? Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to add either more some other kind of job along with the one I'm doing or do something different. So, yes, totally. Yes, and Saturn's coming up to your Jupiter, and in December, we're going to see this connection of Saturn and Jupiter. And what I really think is going to happen then is a true insight. And it could involve a kind of um, a, a, a shift, like a, a writing uh, that emerges from you, something that um, it could be a trip that you take that sort of inspires you, but something's going to move you that's going to be self-esteem motivated like true sense of like this is a purpose i feel and i must honor it and it's it's so powerful when saturn and jupiter meet and because i think what it tells you is let's bring that luck in to me let's bring this expansion and let's make it more personal let's make it more real so there is something coming there's no question about it i think it's going to surprise you because it involves uranus i think until we we need about can you give us um 
Look for an insight on the Mercury-Sun conjunction Friday, but mostly, and it's a wisdom internal insight, mostly these planets in the 12th are asking us to have you be still for a little bit. Just relax. Let it come to you on its own. Everything's been telling me that. Yeah, because it is your cycle. Yeah, it's your to time do to some go more into... meditating. To do <laughs> well, you know what? It's so funny. I don't get out feel... of nature and meditate. <laughs> yeah, you can if you want, but you know, it's you can also. It's like I do it in the mornings. I wake up in the morning, and right before I'm conscious, I say, "Is there a message here?" And I just dream, and it, for me, it just works that way. Some people do it in the shower. Some people just like you, mm-hmm. where you're asking your higher self, like, "I'm open. I'm not resisting. Give it to me. You know, bring it to me. Bring it." That kind of feeling. And that's what you to do. Meditation is just forcing that space, but you don't need to do it that way. You can do it in a way that just says, come, because there's messages waiting. Now, December's a big, okay, so October, the end of October, we're looking at Mars coming into Capricorn. And so it's going to go into that third house of yours. And I think that it's the purpose feature gets really big in you, which is important because I think you need to feel that sense of purpose. And I think um, Mm -hmm. there's some real power emerging from that. So look for purpose at the end of October. And then I think we're going to see the manifestation of it in December. Two big months for you, end of October, beginning first week in November, and then uh, the very beginning of December is when things start kicking. You're going to get the, all the symbols you need to know what 2015 is going to look like. Does this help you, honey? That'll be nice. That'll be <laughs> good to know a little bit ahead of time. It will. You'll have some <laughs> clue. You will. The biggest thing right now is don't feel that you've been abandoned if you're not feeling this incredible motivation to do something. Okay, just let it, it's okay. okay to be lazy during these times. You get this, you know, you get nervous that you're not doing the right thing. There's something brewing, it's big, and I think it's really going to involve this this kind of creative aspect for you. Now, creativity also can be the same house as children. So, are there any plans for children coming back or you going back out? Yeah, actually oh. they are coming back in January for, to the for States a- for a year. Oh, look at that. That's going to be a big, important move for you, a big step for you. That, yeah. That's what that they'll be. They'll be in Arizona, but that's not far. Not far at all. I think it's going to create some change for you and maybe yeah. a change in ideas. Yeah. Okay. Will you keep us posted? Oh, I will. I will. Thank you. Lori, thank you, honey. Good, Good to hear to your you. voice. All right. Enjoy the weather today. All right. Thanks, okay. honey. I Bye-bye. will. Bye-bye. All right, we're going to talk to Mary. Good morning, Mark. Hi, Mary. How you doing? I'm doing really Is that your player that I, I hear? In the... <laughs> You're so sweet. You have me on in the background, Mary. Is that you? No. Oh, gotcha. Okay, good, good, good. I was hearing myself, and I wanted to make sure that we could. I didn't get confused with you. Good to hear your voice. You're a, you have do you have enough Scorpio in your chart? Have you seen your chart? Uh, yeah, I don't think so. I think we should throw a couple more. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true Scorpio. You have Venus, Mercury, Neptune, the Sun, Mars, and Scorpio, and Saturn is right on your Sun as we speak. You have a Capricorn Moon. Pluto is right on your ascendant as we speak. The ruler of that Scorpio is Pluto. Is right on the ascendant. What in the world is going on in your life? And how are you doing? And how can I help? That's what I'm calling you about. I mean, <laughs> you tell me, like, man. Right. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. Much. <laughs> and right. then this new solar moon is going to be, you know, solar eclipse is going to be another kick, but time. So yeah, that's my question. Okay. What is going on? Well, what's give me some clue here. Now, this has really been a relational focus. So you're you're relationally focused. You have all that stuff in the seventh house. How are relationships? Just give us a tone and flavor of the current relationship climate for you. Zilt zero nada. <laughs> and it's been that way for a while. Uh huh. Yeah, I've been uh, focusing on three or more than relationships right now. Yeah, and now well, it's fine. That's fine. Absolutely. Well, you relationships are so intense that I think it's that's an absolutely perfect thing to do. Number one. Number two, Pluto, the ruler of your chart, the ruler of all that Scorpio, is at the top of your career. This is a time where you're coming to power. It's it's saying you're coming to power. Is that true? Yes. Okay. 
All right. And this is where it's like the most important time because this is where whatever lessons you got from the mother about running things and being in charge, you're bringing them to the forefront and you're bringing them in Mary's way. You're bringing them the way that Mary would do it. But the training from your mom, this is huge for you. And so, and the Capricorn moon, I mean, you are a woman that's kind of like, I would attribute you as somebody who's pretty, behind your back, we would say, that's fearless Mary. (laughs) (laughs) She's afraid of nothing. What do you think about that? How would you relate to that? Um, It's true on the front. Yes. Thank you. Good answer. Because Scorpios see everything below the surface and they prepare for everything and they get afraid of things. And that's what the drive is for Scorpio to bring light to the dark. So what the dark means is I'm aware of everything that could hurt me. I'm aware of the things that, that could make me, uh, the, the people that could hurt me. The, the, like, do you ever at work, Mary, get, par- get, I want to call it paranoia because I have a lot of Scorpio in me. So I'm talking to you like a Scorpio to Scorpio. Do you understand the paranoia? Like I used to tell my staff, if I don't hear from you, sometimes I think you're just plotting my demise. Like I have that, that kind of crazy Scorpio that goes on sometimes. Do you have something like that in you? Um, in some areas, I mean, I'm sure it's there. (laughs) <laughs> what do you relate to? I, I, I said something funny because I just said something to somebody the other day that something came up and I went, there's not a lot that scares me. Yeah. But this one kind of threw me off a little loop. But I know it's the energies that are going on right now. And, yeah. and what does scare you look like? Does it look like um, something could hurt you? No. Something that I, new energy that I haven't felt before, something that's, you know, coming in that. I do the research, I know what's going on, I look ahead, and something that comes in that I'm not ready for, I guess is more of what I'm saying. I understand. You're incredibly psychic. You're very intuitive. You have the Sun Neptune together, so you pick up energies very well. And Saturn's on there. Saturn is kind of saying right now that you're feeling, are you possibly, could you be feeling a little isolated during this time? Are you at all? Um. No, not in fact. I've been on like a whirlwind. I mean, traveling, and I'm leaving for San Francisco this week. It's like it's been nonstop. And is it? Do you feel lonely in that, or alone in that, or is it very filled with people, and you are okay? Well, yeah, I would love a partnership. Like I said, I mean, there isn't one. I'd love to be able to share some of this with you know somebody else. It's more business and pleasure. So, exactly. Yeah, so that's why I meant about the isolation part. It it can feel like you just get on a roll, you're doing it, but it's like there's it doesn't feel sometimes that you have someone to share it with and Saturn can bring that up. But what I think is Saturn is also doing is allowing you to see whether or not how the job serves you and how it doesn't serve you and how there's certain aspects that you want to let go of that are no longer serving you and Pluto's giving you the reason and the ability to do that. So I think what's going to happen is as you start embracing the authority that you have and actually making choices of whether or not you want to use this energy in yourself over here or over here. Capricorn Moon thinks it, it should do it can help everybody because it can. So it should. And I think there's a part of you that's challenging that and and starting to ask whether or not you've put yourself first here. You realize you were born with the South Node in Aquarius. You're all about the group and the like the similar ideals. You're trying to learn North Node in Leo, which is like, what is your passion and what drives you in, in spite of everybody else? What drives you? And it's extraordinarily creative. Like you have an ability to do things very different than anybody else. And Jupiter's coming to hit that point. And I think that's really growing in you. And it's also happening in the house of romance. So I think we're going to see, I think we're going to see some playtime. And some and somebody to share this with as you come into your power. And I think it's going to be, man, I think it's going to be passionate. And I love this cycle, though. Jupiter in the fourth, romance house, creativity house. Also, hitting that Saturn north finally, node. I mean, Saturn getting that one at it. I mean, how many years has that been? Twelve? Jupiter hitting north node has been 12. Saturn takes 29 years. So Saturn hasn't been on your sun in 29 years. Back in 82, I believe it was. 
that's that's why I was going back and looking at 82. But, yeah, getting, you know, the other one out of there is going to be nice after 12 years. <laughs> the Yeah, getting Jupiter on that north node that's, for you. Yeah. It's going to be very nice. And I think what we're going to see here, I mean, Mary, you've kind of conquered the world of business and form. You, you're, you're there. Now we're just going to get ready to teach you how to keep your heart open and keep that um, – quit worrying about how, it fit, how the world – how it fits the ideal of the world and, and more ask the question, how do, does this feel good to me? Just asking the basic Scorpio questions, which you've learned to block, is does this turn me on? Am I thrilled by this? And and following those instincts way more than the old insti- instincts of how does this look or how, is everybody going to be happy with this decision? And I think that's the move we're making because you're going to trust yourself. Putting yourself first is really going to be an extraordinary experience for you because it will serve everyone. And I don't think you're used to that. Does that kind of make sense? Oh, yeah, it does. You know, five daughters, a teacher for 23 years. Everybody else came first. And now empty nester, like she was saying. You know, I think it is time to come into that. I appreciate oh. you saying that. <laughs> yeah, Mary, give it, trust it. Because you're, you've got an intuition on you that's unbelievable. Sun-Neptune conjunction, you're tuned in. It's just now practicing. Yeah. <laughs> like, what Almost do I... too much sometimes. Though. I know, I know, honey. I do, I do. But I also know that you have this, that Aries rising, you're fearless in the outside, you can go after what you want. It's, it's nothing will stop you if you put your passion first, put what you are first, which is you're here, you're ready to soak in, the, in life and you'll grow with that attitude. And then you start attracting people who want to support you and who are for you. And the next thing you know, woo, round two, it's only round two. Here you go. Thank you, Mary. <laughs> It's time. <laughs> it is time. I hope you'll do it. Think of my voice in your head and let us know every once in a while. Give us a post of a big thumbs up that you're making some great progress, okay? I will, Mark. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. Thank you, sweetheart. You too. So lovely. Okay, bye-bye. Bye, honey. All right, we're going to talk to Pam. Okay, how about Sylvia? <laughs> Hi. Hi, Mark. Still, how are you? I'm good, honey. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I talked to you. I guess it was like um, April or May, and uh, I'm a Cancer, so I'm thinking, "Wow, this is going to be a big year." But it's been challenging. <laughs> oh heck yeah, it's been challenging. I mean, yeah, Saturn's in Scorpio, and and Sun Uranus people don't like when Saturn steps in and starts moving things around and saying. Here, wait a minute. You forgot this. It's like, wait a minute. I'm used to leaving that stuff behind. What are you making me come back and fix it for? Um, so, no, it has been a challenge because it's wanting – Saturn doesn't want us to get irresponsible or sloppy. So it causes us back to do some cleanup. And you have a lot of cancer in your chart. Like you have the sun and Uranus together in cancer. You have the moon in cancer. You have Venus in cancer. I mean, it's lovely, lovely energy for real. But it does, and it's still more to come. There's Saturn's asking you to, to start really using that for the things that you love. Saturn's trining all that water. But still, if, you, if there's any leftover things that have been like that you haven't paid attention to, they're going to call your attention more. And right now, we have Jupiter on your Pluto. So I want to know what's been going on with regards to your public world. Like, are, are you at working, Mayor? I mean, Sylvia, sorry. Are you working? Yeah. Yeah, I am. I, uh, I'm a trainer, so I go out and I train. And, um, it, you know, I'm, I'm good at it, and I get a lot of the comments and stuff. But it's like it's stressful. And I don't remember it being so stressful you know i guess yeah. i would like to like have less anxiety about it i know i'm good at it but i just don't like the anxiety and then stuff that's going on with my um with my daughter and her family and I, it just you know i'm like oh here comes another messed up holiday you know my yes <laughs> yeah but you know you know those are cancer concerns that's where you go because Partly it's because now you got, I'm, I've been looking at the nodes a lot today. You're used to keeping the peace. That's how you, the, you, you knew how to take care of everybody. 
And now we're coming to a point. Right? I know. But you have a north node in Aries. It's like the big message this this cycle of doing readings for you guys has been you're not putting yourself first. You're not thinking about what feels good to you. Like, for example, if it's going to be a stressful holiday because the company's coming, ha- have you ever or, or whatever that the circumstances it is, but have you ever considered just saying, I don't want to do it that way? I mean, have you ever just thought? Oh, yeah. That, yeah. And so but, but I know that and you probably end up not because you think you needs taken care of by it. But there's such an opportunity for you in this to at least ask the question, because if you can't say no, you can't say yes. You can't have the event. If, if, you, if you can't say no, then, then you must have the event and you're getting no choice in it. So you got to look at life in, in this way, like, what am I doing to please everybody else? What am I doing for me? Can I say no to this? Could I just throw it all away and walk away and just have a good year? Or do I have to, am I compelled to have this thing? Those are the questions I think I want you to ask as a cancer. Because this is one incredible cycle for you with Jupiter coming to the top of your chart. Eventually what we're going to see is this incredible um, acknowledgement of who you are and what you're doing. And I want you to make sure you're, you're free from all the worry. Now, there's also a thing where something's disillusioning you. And I'm not sure what it is. Maybe it is the daughter. Maybe it's the work. But something's yeah. really popping your bubble. And it just feels like yeah. you're getting def- deflated. But wh- I want you to right. make sure you observe that going on. And remember, when a bubble pops, it's really just showing you what's there so you can recreate it in a useful way and not build your castle on a, on air. So this Pluto square Neptune thing is kind of – it's and it's over in December. First week in December, it's over. So I love that because you get a chance to finally see what is the veil that pulled down over my eyes. What is it that I need to see? And you ask the question consciously. Go after astrology more assertively. What is it that I'm not seeing that that this Pluto wants me to see before it leaves? And do that kind of work because okay. there's something you're being asked to take a look at. Otherwise, I can tell you this: Jupiter's on its way to the top of your chart, honey. You are going to be celebrating. But the biggest thing, cancer's worry, so we're not worried about your worry, where you get to laugh at your own worry. But this biggest thing right now is like, how do I use this opportunity? How do I use this veil being removed from my eyes to actually have a better time and to to see what gifts are here for me? I feel like some of this has been going on for, one of the things that I need to look at is this has been going on for like 10 years in this particular um, situation and relationship, and I'm just tired of it, you know? I'm tired of my trying to trying to hold it together and trying to do the right thing and on the other side that's not happening i'm just and you know when it's one of your kids that hurts but i'm just tired well it is and they have a path they got to walk they got their soul has a journey and and to look and say you know my behavior and my choices affect some of the people around me like when where your daughter gets to say i have an impact but and the only way she can have an impact is when you no longer say I've got to do this. Where you could say, you know what? I'm debating whether I want to go through this. Even that shows you you're thinking that there's some impact here. It's bringing yourself into the picture and not being afraid because honestly, you're in a great cycle. So if you could bring yourself in, like quit, don't martyr out on this. Just and 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 don't be a hero either. Just say, here's my truth. This is the truth for me. This isn't fun. You're making it not fun. I'm choosing maybe not to see it as fun. And I may or may not participate with you this year. And then it's like, wow, the option just opened up. But it's a form of taking care of yourself. It's bringing that Cancerian energy home to you. You get to be your own mom this time, Sylvia. I'm rooting for you. It's important. Thank you. Everything you said feels so right. And you're right with the, the fear. I think I'm just... I'm just scared to do that. I'm afraid, you know, I'll lose the relationship, but I don't think I really... You know, I don't know there's many people that are ready to lose that relationship with you. Trust me. What they get from you is unbelievable. You can just tell. So don't don't worry about that and let if they do choose that, let them have it for a minute. Just and if they chose it just because you stood up for yourself, ha! Huh, don't even get me started. All right? <laughs> Thank you, Mark. <laughs> Thank you, baby. Thank you, thank you. Let us know how you're doing, Sylvia. It's good to talk to you. Thank I will. You. All right, Have a good honey. day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. You guys, 
We are out of phone time because I still have a special guest to bring on in a minute here, but I want to talk to you about what's up and coming. This is the Cancer Moon today. Tomorrow it stays in Cancer but goes void, of course, at 427. Keep that on your calendar, 427 Pacific time. And then I want you to remember that uh, there's a you'll be waking up Thursday to a Leo moon. Keep an eye on how those things affect you. Did dad issues come up? Self-esteem come up? Anything like that? Keep those things in your heart. couple of announcements really quick. C.A. Brooks' class is Thursday. If you're not taking that class, I'm sad because that's how I can get you up to snuff and put wind under you. Number two, sorry for the background noise. Um, the... Uh, Alita McClellan is teaching a love and astrology class. And the <laughs> that's crazy noise in my ear. I'm sorry. So I'm losing a little consciousness. I know. Mute yourself if you think it's you on the other end. Um, and then lastly, uh, Mo's uh, classes at One Two Academy on Thursday on two on Wednesdays. Oh my God. Um the the true wizard of tarot is actually explaining the meaning of the cards and what's going on. I mean, one at a time. Look it up on One Two Academy. There's meditation classes going on. There's numerology classes going on. I can't. I didn't even cover them all. But I'm plugging it because it's very important. I finally got these people to teach, to agree to teach, and I want you to be able to benefit from the other end of it. Okay. You, we do allow you to record them. We don't record them for digital rights, okay? We just don't want the stuff out there. and We don't have the money or the way to protect it the way you can, okay? You guys, this is Mark Husson, and I have a very special guest on with me now. And I'm going to end the show with her. Please, if you would, welcome the psychic cat who's up next. But she's going to come with me and talk. Cat, are you here? I am here, and I hear noise too. By the way. <laughs> oh, good. Okay, so it's something in the in the Skypey ethers, but it's it's going away, and I'm glad that we at least can under hear you. Um, Pat, what is the Hi. hell? What's been going on on the on the end? What is the number one complaint you're hearing from complaint or a call for help that you're hearing from the clients? The call. What do you think the most common one is? is I think it's. It's definitely about the retrograde, um, perhaps communications. I think there's been a little more um, struggle, you know, connecting or relating to others and whether it be a close loved one or family member or even children are fussing up, it feels like. Um, and I, I think that there's been a pattern of, you know, I really want to do this right and I was trying to do my best, but then something blew up or I just lost it or, you know, I'm, oh, I'm so chaos. Okay, okay, okay. Now you're a Gemini with a Virgo rising. Um, you <laughs> Mercury, you're Mercury ruled. That means that Gemini rules Mercury. Virgo is ruled by Mercury. Mercury in the sky is going backwards. How are you coping with what did you notice? Not even coping because it implies there's something bad. What do you notice when Mercury goes retrograde about your attention? What happens to your mind, which is the ruler of Mercury, when Mercury well, goes back? I, it goes in spurts, definitely. This time I feel like um, I've slowed myself a little bit. I'm taking a little more rest to work through the energy because because I'm a communicator and, and it is my ruling planet. Um, you know, I have four planets that are like Mercury ruled. And I, I think I get, I think I get it from all ends, not just, you know, through, through my work with my clients, but my family or my friends and I want to help everyone. So I'm, I'm frenetic in that I'm trying to get everybody taken care of at the same time, or perhaps, you know, I, I, I have to put people off. So I don't, you know, instead of hurting people's feelings, I try to explain myself a little clear, more clear. So there's no misunderstanding and I'll say, you know, I'll, I'll get to you. But, you know, sometimes that getting to you is like, okay, wait a minute, it's 4 a.m., you know, who's where and how. So I, I've been feeling a little bit of that. And, and, and you know, um, just keeping my health better. I, I take a little more time to exercise. And, you know, I, I see amazing things happening through these retrograde cycles now. And uh, it, it's not always uh, something negative where maybe if someone was having issues, they're finally working through them or, you know, where a health uh, reg regimen wouldn't be working out. Now all of a sudden, oh, I found something better and they re... So any kind of re-evaluation and renewal, I, I think, is a really positive thing. So we're, I'm just affected by I get hit from every angle. 
I think. I think that's the easiest. So you way to say experience it. Ca- chaos is a, from a the lot outside. Of chaos outside. Yeah. So my glass doors are shut. Everybody's kind of walking around eggshells here. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do. But, but they know that it, it becomes, you know, a moment where I really want to. I want to keep everything organized so I get a little, you know, make sure your your T's are crossed and your I's are dotted. And, you know, a lot of people come back from the past. I, I, I think I was joking with you in that I, I had a few phone calls from exes and I see them on my voicemail down my list and I leave them there. And I was like, yeah, it's definitely the true Gemini there. retrograde life. There's no question. I hope you'll help people on your show. Like give them some, like you'll, you'll be able to take their, you're going to get a lot of Gemini calls. I have a feeling and you'll be able to take them and, and give them the guidance. That's one of the great things about you, Kat. Um, we're you. running out of time. So your show's up next. You guys, I hope you'll stay on and tune into this amazing woman. Um, she's got some classes she'll talk to you about that you can sign up for now. They're already taking pre-signups. This is Mark Husson. I definitely love talking to you. Come visit me anytime. MarkHusson.com. I'm going to reinvigorate. So I'm signing off now until next week. We'll give more classes, more teaching here at the Mark Husson Show on 12radio.com. Thank you guys. Bye now.